0: Frequency of Welcome to the Frequency of Heaven podcast. This is Pastor Caleb Plum and I pray you're having an awesome day. I'm recording this in the morning. You may not be listening to this. In the morning, and that's okay. But I'm down here in the church park. It's a beautiful day. It's almost fifty degrees. You might hear the wind blowing a little bit. There's some leaves still rattling around. This is January, and I haven't done a podcast in a few weeks. It's good to be back in the saddle, and it's my goal in 2023 to start doing some interviews and having some guests on the show with me. And uh, talking about those times in your life when you heard God's voice, when you felt his presence, when you knew he was leading you, it might have been guiding you through something really difficult. It might have been helping you with your kids. It might have been helping you through financial issues or spiritual breakthrough. But those testimonies, those, those moments that come to mind when you think about God stepping in and helping you, it might've been a verse. It may have been the divine whisper of the Holy Spirit. It might've been something a pastor said or a song that came on the radio. But when you got on the frequency of heaven, because I think all of us have those moments. And sometimes I'm gonna tell a story this morning Sometimes we're just doing our normal daily routine and God breaks in This happened to me last week So those of you who are listening to this uh, I want you to think about coming on the show and sharing and testifying And we're just going to sit down and talk and we can edit out anything That, you know, maybe the one time I had Melanie on she, She heard some ums that she's like, oh, well, let's edit out the ums, you know And so we did that and, and so there's no pressure. This is not a live show, but hopefully some of you will come on. And here's an example. Something that happened to me last week that is so cool, but it's all about being on the frequency of heaven. God's speaking. He's he's in his throne room, you know And it says in John 5 17 my father is always at his work He's always moving. He's always doing stuff and most of the time He is speaking and trying to get us to come into alignment so we can partner with his work and The more we're able to get on his frequency and hear what he's doing the more we can get rid of fear and have faith walk with God and see people get saved, healed, and delivered. And that's what we're all about. We want to be those Isaiah 61 Christians where we bring beauty, where there were ashes, the oil of joy, where there was mourning and a garment of praise when there's been a spirit of heaviness or despair. That's what Jesus is all about. And that's what he wants us to be about through the Holy Spirit on frequency on the frequency of heaven so this happened last week i was just at my office doing my normal thing and i wasn't studying for a podcast or a sunday school lesson or anything uh, the sermon i was just having my jesus time with uh uh, my hot drink or whatever i was sipping on at the time and um not sure how i ended up in second timothy chapter one i don't even remember what i was looking for <laughs> sometimes i'll open my bible and it just flops open to a certain spot and Says, hey i'll read this page you never know and, and but sometimes i'll do that and was like oh you know i'll get some but, but there's other times like i was gonna read i was gonna read the whole book i was gonna read second timothy the whole book it's whatever three chapters four chapters um and i didn't get past the first verse now let me read to you this verse. But this is how the Lord captures us. Sometimes it's through a picture, sometimes it's through a song, but there's a different weight on it. There's a there's like a stirring, there's like, oh, wait a second. Like this is different. Like God's God's doing something here, God's speaking. It's not this audible voice very often. But there's there's something here in learning to be sensitive to the spirit. Part of the reason I want some of you to come on the show and testify. The more I heard about people who were lovers of God, who wanted to hear his voice, who wanted to follow him, who had to fear of the Lord and, and respected and honored his word. Therefore, he you know, speaks to us when we honor his word. The more I heard people tell stories like the one I'm telling you, there was something awakened within me. You know, like we can have an awesome breakthrough revival, Holy Ghost moment a year ago that changed our life. And now it's a year later and we totally forgot. Second Peter 3, 5, we totally forgot what God did. And we don't even remember, you know, and it says in Second Peter 3, 5, actually it says, they intentionally forgot. You know, sometimes it's intentional. We forget the things of God. Sometimes it's unintentional. And, and we, we don't want to live off yesterday's revival, But we don't want to be those who forget the miracles of God. And we want to enter his gates with thanksgiving. His courts with praise. We want to be those who wake up and we recite back to God all his goodness, you know, because there was 10 men with leprosy. One came back and said, thank you. And he got a blessing. We need to be those who, as we're thanking God for all he's done, our faith goes up because we, this is what happens when getting on their frequency and being thankful and remembering we get our Thanksgiving going up for what God has done. Our faith begins to increase and in and doubt and fear begins to decrease. This is just how it works. And as we thank him and worship him, and then we're much more, when fe- fear is like static on a radio, you know, the old dial where you're trying to dial in to 88.5, but you're on 88.6 and sh- You can kind of hear the song come through a little bit And you need to turn that dial And get right on 88.5 Being thankful gets rid of the static It gets rid of the fear Remembering what God done Keeping a thankful journal Celebrating the goodness God Rejoicing over the victories of the past Increases our faith Decreases fear And allows us to hear in the here and now And be aware of Remember Paul said Ephesians 1 Pray that the eyes of your heart might be open so you can see hope, inheritance, and power. Those three things. So we need the eyes of our heart open. This happened to me. So I read, I went to Second Timothy. I'm gonna read Second Timothy. Just gonna read the whole book, and I couldn't get past this one verse. And let me tell you kind of how the Lord, I don't want to use the word hijacked, but he broke into my day and I just had a moment. It was awesome. It stirred me. Um, I almost changed my whole sermon Sunday because I was like, I want to share this one. But I had already kind of started a series. So I'll share it here on the podcast. But Paul simply, he's trying to encourage young Timothy. and, And what's so cool, I found out after I read this, maybe part of the reason God was drawing me to it, this, is, this might be one of Paul's last books. He might be on death row in Rome. He is, we think, in his final Roman imprisonment, going to be um, beheaded, executed um, by the power of Rome soon. And, you know, I don't know if he was on death row when he wrote this or not. Actually, most people think he was going to die soon, he was on death row. He may not have known, because, you know, God had rescued him out of stuff, right? He'd been, his life had been on the line many times and God had rescued him out. So maybe there was threats, and he's like, oh, God will get me through, I don't know. But Paul is writing this very, very encouraging, very, very focused on Timothy overcoming and, and not focused on himself. And look what he says, From Death Row, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, in keeping with the promise of life that is in Christ Jesus. Now, I think there's a million times when I would have read that verse. That's the intro. You know, like Paul has all these intros when he says, Hey, this is Paul, and I'm writing you, beloved. And then he goes, It's not the meat. That's not, like, the uh, the most interesting part. People, like, they'll just breeze through the intro, and they don't even hardly, you know, look at what's being said sometimes. But this is part of the way I knew, like, the Holy Spirit just kept drawing me this, drawing me this, drawing me this. And specifically in keeping with the promise of life, because I think about—I know this may sound dumb, but I, I feel like the Lord— um, really does highlight to me that many people, many, many, many people are living in the famine of love today. They don't know God's love and there's not really people in their life who consistently love them, no strings attached. When's the last time someone touched you, spoke to you kindness, they gave you a gift, they served you? Like you felt unconditionally loved, no strings attached from another person you know, we're stressed, we're worried, we're, we're busy. We're trying to be successful in in the world. And we love, there's a famine. People are starving for love. And sometimes when I'm praying, I feel like the Holy Spirit kind of speaks to me about zombies. You know, like there's people who they're half human, they're, they're half alive, but their heart is dead. And yeah, they're moving and they're walking, but there's deadness in them and they're not alive they don't know joy they don't know peace they don't they don't have a song in their heart the the smallest thing terrifies them and they don't have the emotional energy to to get along with people to overcome there's a new job opportunity and they're too scared to take it because they're not alive they're not alive and, you know, we need to speak over them like the valley of dry bones come to life. But when Paul says that in Christ Jesus, there's promise of life. Now, we know Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. But this word promise, guys, beloved, listen, it's not just that there's life in Jesus. There is a promise. And God is a God of yes and amen. He's a God. His, he cannot lie. His word cannot be broken. He cannot break his promises. He has promised you and me. He's promised, 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 promised. He's promised. He can't break it. Life. John ten ten. he has come that you might have life and have it abundantly. <laughs> and I, You know, every time I think of that verse almost, when I was a kid, the, John 10, 10 was one of the theme verses of a week of church camp. Church camp so radically affected my life as a kid. And I, I, I still see that. Camp T-shirt with John 1010 on it. It got in deep when I was a kid. I God came to give me life, to give me peace, to be an overcomer, to be someone who doesn't just uh, retract. But you know, yesterday right before church, um, Melanie, while we're sitting on the front row getting ready to sing, she leans over, she grabs my hands, and just start lathering my hands with lotion. And I looked at her. I, of course, I already knew, but she had gotten too much. She had leftover. She had overflow. And now she's lotioning me up Maybe just to get rid of her lotion Yeah, yeah But there's something about overflow God, it says in 1 Thessalonians 12 That God wants us to overflow In 1 Thessalonians 3:12, To overflow with love like you, you're so full of it. Like you got enough for you to get through your day, but you're overflowing. Like Melanie got too much lotion. Now she's lotioning me up, and now I smell good and, and my skin's not dry. Like God wants us to be those people of overflow, and, it, and there's a promise for it. And then you know, I love how there's Christ Jesus is mentioned twice. Here. I got to focusing in on that verse. But I just, I just had this moment of frequency of heaven. Like I, I read Promise of Life and I'm thinking about John 10, 10. I'm thinking about church camp. I'm thinking about as a kid, how God instilled in me John 10, 10 at church camp in the t-shirt. And I can see this image. And I remember being taught that Jesus came. Caleb, you, you are to have life. There's supposed to be peace and joy and happiness through Christ twice Christ Jesus it says Christ Jesus in one verse. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus in keeping with the promise of life that is in Christ Jesus. <laughs> I think when I was reading that, I was thinking about, wow, he's, he's kind of passionate. He says Christ Jesus, not Jesus, not Christ, Christ Jesus twice in like, you know, a sentence. Obsessed much, Paul? Yes, 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 yes. That's where the promise of life is, when Jesus is everything, and He spills out of you, and you talk about Him, and you think about Him, and you behold Him, and and you know living every day with Wow Jesus alive inside of us. That's life. That's life. When you can wake up every day and worship and behold Christ and see His glory in such a way where you're like Wow. This is the God I get to worship. This is the Jesus I get to worship. And it's partly, I, I really feel strong, someone's listening to this, that he wants you to remember better, cons- maybe it's me, <laughs> more consistently. Remember um, what God has done for you. I got to thinking about this maybe a month ago or so. I was preparing for the new year and I was sitting down and I just remembered in 2022, there were four or five times I was absolutely freaking out about the future. and Every one of those God fixed. Every one of them He resolved. I don't want to forget that. The next time I am so stressed and I feel like I'm surrounded by the enemy, I want to pray Psalm 27. Yea, though I'm surrounded, an army beseech me. I will not fear. The Lord is my light and my salvation. I will not be afraid, Psalm 27 says. You know, because He keeps bringing us through it. He keeps bringing that breakthrough. There is a promise. For life. So the point of my story isn't really to teach everything that I thought about with this verse. The point was just reading the Bible, with not expecting uh, a whole lot. You know, not expecting to just have this moment in the Word. I was trying to read the whole book of Second Timothy. I didn't get past the first verse. Now I did eventually read a little further down into chapter one where Paul tells Timothy, fan in the flame, I mean like six verses later, fan in the flame the gift that was given to you through the laying on of hands. Let there be a fire inside of you, Timothy. And to think that Paul's writing from death row, and, and, and when he says, I'm an apostle of Christ Jesus. and, and Now imagine imagine uh, FedEx or some, some company out there that you work for is going under and, and you know, whatever has happened and it's not popular anymore and you know, there's, there's bad stuff happening with your company, would you just readily say, hey, I'm a FedEx guy, I love Fed-. You know, like Paul works for Jesus and he's about to be killed for it. He don't care. He still believes that he's right. He still believes that Jesus is the way and truth and life even though his life might end, even though he's gonna be beheaded for the cause of Christ. It's not about him. You know, of course, the Lord had warned him. The Lord had prepared him for his death a few different times, so that kind of helps. But in the midst of his life about the end, he's still proclaiming the name that's above every name. And he's still saying there's a promise of life, and he's still focused on training up a young preacher to take the message. It reminds me of Acts 20, verse 24. Paul says, I consider my life worth nothing to me, you know? the only thing is that I must go on and preach the gospel of God's grace. You know, this life, it's not that big a deal. You know, he says in Philippians 1, 2021 20, for me to live as Christ and to die as gain you know if I die fine if I live fine whatever as long as the gospel goes forward <laughs> you know and it reminds me of first Corinthians 9:24 uh, do you not know that in a race all the runners run but only one gets the prize run in such a way as to get the prize you know Paul's passionate he's fiery and the, and that's part of the promise of life. Don't you want to have a fire in you? Don't you want to have a life in you? Don't you want to be fearless when the devil surrounds you and you say, I don't care. You want to take my life? Fine, God will raise up five more missionaries to take my place. I live for God. For me to live as Christ, to die is gain. He is holding out the promise of life that's in Christ Jesus. You know and I, I'm just so inspired by by men and women and there's there's people all over the world even today in China and Kenya and Iran who may not make it through the day because the governments and the, the people around them persecute Christians you know when Afghanistan all that stuff happened with Afghanistan a few years ago uh, no when when we were pulling out the troops when Biden was pulling out the troops I think that was about a year ago now. And um, obviously things didn't go well and a lot of people got left behind. And But they were going around, the Taliban or whatever Muslim group it was, they were going around and they were looking at phones. If they found a Bible app on your phone, they knew you were a Christian and they would kill you or imprison you. Can you imagine? Like just somebody with an AK-47 on the street come up to you, bump you, and then, you know... Hit you take your phone Make you unlock it if they find a bible App they just you're done I mean that's crazy But that's the world some people Live in and You know I look at all the hangnails in my Life that I'm whining about and I, I Think back to the stories Melanie really got into finding Some of the stories coming out of Afghanistan And these Christians And their bravery and some of them had the chance To leave but they didn't and they they got captured and they said, well, we're here to win the Taliban. And if we're their prisoners, then we got a chance to share the gospel with them. I'm like, what? <laughs> See, there's a life, the promise of life alive in them. How do you know that the promise of life is because when you are on death row, when your life is on the line, Jesus is still coming out. That's when you know there's something in there. (laughs) You know, if you're at a conference and there's an awesome worship band and an awesome speaker and you're on fire, that, I mean, yes, that's the life, that's the promise of life held out in Christ Jesus. But when you are at gunpoint and you're singing amazing grace and you're looking up to heaven saying, I might get to see Jesus here in the next five seconds because this guy is going to take me out and then Jesus is alive in you, then you know, guys, listen, When Paul says there is a promise of life, he's not at a Christian conference. He's not on a mountaintop experience by listening to something beautiful Peter said or Jesus said. Jesus through the Holy Spirit is alive in him even in his roughest times. That's the promise that we have. So Father, we come right now. I don't know how you want to activate it. I don't know how you want to unlock it. But I, I'll pray the Ephesians 1 prayer. Would you open the eyes of our heart, Lord, to see the hope of your calling, to know the inheritance that we have in Christ, and to understand and realize the power that we have. First, it says in Ephesians 1:18, there's power that we have in Christ Jesus. Would you open our eyes? Would you let us see it? Let us experience the promise Of life that's held out in Christ Jesus. And Jesus, take us back to the Gospels. Take us back to what you did last week, what you did last year. Christ, would you keep through your Holy Spirit reminding us of how awesome you are? Show us your glory again and again. Let it never become stale. Let it never become commonplace of who you are and all that you do for us. And let us be a bold witness on fire no matter what the enemy throws at us, no matter what this world throws at us, and no matter how our flesh is tempted, let us have that fire of the Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. Forgive us when we forget all that you've done for us. Forgive us, please. Awaken us and renew us and get us on the frequency of heaven in 2023. God bless you, beloved. Have an awesome week. On the frequency of heaven I wanna frequency of Christ I want-